ball in. Looks across by Ball inside. It's in. The D have scored. An amazing winner that will be. Nzati sprinting from the midfield. Georgian Nzati. Absolutely brilliant. Hello and welcome to the debut episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. Um, we are here because they're walking down the Provery Road. There's no more. Uh, Gary and co have... Uh, moved on to do other things and this has left a, a little gap in, in the Dundee pod market so um decided to take up the reins, uh, buy a new mic and just start the season uh, afresh so we've brought back the old up with the bonnet's name, used to be local wind up merchants on Twitter and when I stopped doing that we, uh, we kind of passed the baton to the DPC and it's not as sinister as it sounds. It's a dance park choir. And on this debut episode, we've got Jake Shaw as uh, as my guest. Hello, Jake. How are you doing? Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? A little bit sunburnt, a little bit sore. I've been punted in the garden today. It's been a fantastic weekend for weather, which means mm-hmm. uh, lots of jobs uh, for me. Uh, how what about yourself? Um, I no, I'm 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 good. Uh, I seem absolutely. You know, I'm a lobster now. Um, just been chilling out in the garden today. Um, we were out in in the sunny Edinburgh, which is very you know rare being there when it being sunny. But yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm hot <laughs> and I'm red. <laughs> the good Scottish Dundonian tan red. Absolutely. <laughs> Before we kick on, I just like to uh, just a. Uh, a little mention to Gary Cocker, who also has uh, stepped aside from doing the Pod Dundee podcast. And uh, yeah, I think it's fair to say he was the main man when he first started up the, the Pro Joe Pod, uh, maybe about three, four years ago. So mm-hmm. I just a uh, little thank you to him for kind of injecting me with the 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 get to to kind of do this. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, thanks, uh, Gary, and uh, he's. Mostly grown up now. He's a dad. Uh, I think we're both dads as well. But um, he's a yeah. dad. He's uh, bought his own house, and he has joined the Dundee's Supporters Society. So all the best to him in that role, and hopefully uh, everything goes well with him there and speaking to the club. But yeah. enough about him. He's in the past. He's <laughs> dead to me now. Um, <laughs> Jake, we're going to. Uh, before we head to the Hamilton game, um, mm-hmm. speak about Gary Boyer and his appointment at Dundee. It was one that just seemed to come out of nowhere, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It was totally, totally left field. Um, you know, he wouldn't have been on any list of any Dundee fan, you know, who was saying who they want to be their next manager. I was pretty much Jack Ross or close the doors, you know, <laughs> but that went that went extremely well. Um, but I think, I think in the long term, I think Boyer's going to be the right man. The early signs, really, really, really promise, and he talks really well. He breeds confidence, you know. Um, he's the kind of guy you'd want to run for a brick wall for by the by the looks of it from the early stages, anyway. Yeah, uh, it seems to uh, start with like, just these interviews and all that. He's he's winning over the Dundee fans and. Uh, it helps as well that over social media you see 
Blackpool and Blackburn fans speaking highly of him. Also, mm-hmm. um, I think I should really know us. I should have notes, but I think he um, he, he he was sacked from the Blackpool uh, gig. But he he got both of them promoted, and mm-hmm. he did have a good rapport with the the fans, and they, they enjoyed his style of play. Um, yeah. And I can see him. I can see that happening here with Dundee, and it already is uh, the the connection between management and uh, uh, fans, because I think that's something that we have not really had, despite having people like McPake and McCann in the job. I don't think there's been, I don't think we've really had a good connection with them, though. Would you, would you agree with me there? Or Absolutely. Um, I think with McPake, McCann, it was the same, the same kind of just nonsense in the press every week. It was never speaking to the fans as such, it was more just speaking because he has to, whereas Boyer comes out and, you know, he said in his last interview there that, um, you know, he was brilliant, or sorry, he was, he was loving the reception that he got and he says that it's, you know, something that he's, I don't know how to put it into words, um, it's like <laughs> just the reception he got was excellent from the fans before and after the game and he says it's something that he's wanting to, to obviously build on. So I think... You're right, he's got us on side. Um, I am a minion <laughs> of, of Gary Boyer now. Jack Ross, who? Um, who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite uh, like the fact that before the match, before the players came out, uh, Boyer came out and mm-hmm. across to the fans and applauded, applauded them. Um, I, I, did, I never expected that. Uh, no. So that, that was good to see. And even at the end of the game, he had every single player line up and applaud the fans again. Brilliant. And and though some of the some players, I think maybe Paul McMillan was one, looked a little bit embarrassed, I think. Mm-hmm. He he made them he made them acknowledge the fans and, mm-hmm. and applaud them. And that is something which some people might say is a little bit cheesy, but opposition opposition fans would say that. But as mm-hmm. a fan of the team that's happening to, I love that because that's it. It's not just a case a case of just a quick walk around the park clap uh, yeah. and then off they go. It's like everybody's there clapping the fans um, mm-hmm. after a win, uh, which uh, a lot of people around me love that as well. Even though the older fans, they love that. Oh, um, that's saying so, something. Yeah, so straight away he's, he's he's bringing that as well, that connection, not just with him, but with the players uh, and the fans together, which, again, is, is, is what's needed. Um, yeah. And you, you see as well on this, this, the, the official Dundee Twitter account, he's picked two young boys um, mm-hmm. to do like an interview uh, mm-hmm. for DTV. Uh, it's just wee stuff like that, that... Y- 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 it, you can't help but like not like the guy. Yeah, yeah not, no, exactly. not that you're not going to, but it helps a, a helps uh, quite quick um, mm-hmm. to 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 warm to him, doesn't it? It does. I mean, you you read a lot of interviews of, of ex players, um, or current players. I've spoken to uh, one or two of them, um, and they just say the man management side of things with Gary Borier is just exceptional. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's kind of probably the main drawn for him. I mean, Tyler French leaving Wrexham, who are you know, going places to come work with Boyer, must speak volumes of the man. Yeah. Because he said that Boyer was Boyer was the biggest drawn factor. Um, and as you say, he is, he is kind of 
bringing the the fans and the and the club together than the as a club are historically, you know, there's so much togetherness. Look at the defiant season. Look at the season we got promoted 2014, and we've got, you know, that that togetherness with the fans and the players has been missing for the last for what, five or six years anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think you'll find anybody that disagrees with that. Uh, it just seemed to have been a steady downward spiral. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously last season, but we'll not get into last season at all, but um, there, uh, there, there was discontent between the support and uh, with everything Dundee, to be honest. Yeah. And it seemed to be kind of rectifying that in small, small steps. Which again is fantastic. Um, yeah. You wouldn't have expected anything to happen overnight, to be honest. But um, to see a lot of things like this happening, and mm. like you say, the, the defiant season that'll never be matched for no. fans, the fans and players and managers bonding. But yeah, the the season we went up, that certainly was close enough, and that's mm-hmm. what we should be aiming for. Again, trying to go up this season. Um, but well. We'll all agree that just now it's looking like a good appointment. That <laughs> um, is indeed. Yeah. Um, Come back to us in six months and we'll see. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's he doing here? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll, we'll go on to obviously the, his first competitive game. Um, yep. I'll no kind of speak about the pre-season matches because it's, it's pre-season, isn't it? It's, yeah. uh, it's all about fitness. There's no point in delving into that. But um, the the first, first competitive game, Hamlet at home, League mm-hmm. Cup, uh Fairly comfortable victory, to be honest. Uh, I find it hard to pick any negatives. Know that I'm looking, I'm looking for a negative straight away. Maybe mm-hmm. Jack Wilkie's orange bits. Maybe that's probably a negative right there. <laughs> that's play, paying homage to his dad, I think. But somebody <laughs> needs to hear words we have. <laughs> um, I hope so. But a fairly comfortable win against the Hamilton side that struggled last season. Looked like they were going to struggle this season because of all field problems. But we basically had the same team that got relegated, but we had a few mixtures of youth through it. Um, you've watched the game back. What was your thoughts on it? I thought, as you say, there's not really much to say that um, negatively towards it, which is always good. It's a good start. Um, I think there's probably room for improvement, but it's your first competitive game. Mm. You know, sharpness and everything will, will come. Um, tiny little things, keepers kicking things. These can all be rectified you know um i think the 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 team was a lot more sort of pressing than what i've seen um right in the faces of the opposition which is something we've been screaming out for um and then something i did notice specifically um was going forward the amount of players that are trying to get into the box Mm -hmm. is just it's night and day to what we had specifically towards the end of last season yeah, yeah. I, I, there wasn't much the end of last season, so <laughs> anything's an improvement. But yeah. yeah, right, I think we could have scored more goals, I thought, only yeah. if we're crossing into the box was a lot, lot better. There was a lot of mm-hmm. balls that never got past the first man and uh, or just never never met a man. Um, but we had plenty of crosses into the box. For, for a little while, we seemed to struggle to actually uh, kind of find a good a good pass, a good, a good trait. A shot, to be honest, that's what I'm kind of, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to think. We've, yeah. we've, we've struggled to get that, but then when we did, we scored uh, 
fantastic goal from Neil McGinn. Uh, yeah. Even better build-up play from Josh Mulligan, who we'll speak about soon. But yeah. he, he was hacked and he still kept the ball and, and got through to him. Uh, McGinn could have, uh, thinking back at the highlights here, I think McGinn could have passed it in maybe. And, could have and scored it. Rudden was right there. He could, have, he could have been a total FIFA player passed it in but he, he took it and he took it well and it was uh it was good to see him get off the mark because i think he'll be despite his his age i think he'll be a fantastic player for us in this championship um i think the, so yeah um i think he's he's got the the head the, the mm-hmm. old head and he's still got the legs maybe he's not got the, the pace that he used to obviously mm-hmm. five years ago or something like that but he definitely can pick up a pass he can put the ball into the, the bottom corner like he did there he will he will score goals for Dundee and he will uh, set them up um, absolutely so I he's think... a... sorry to no, no. <laughs> I think now McGinn's going to be that you know he's going to fill that Charlie Adam gap and that experienced head has been there done it all you know, one things he's going to be there to to drive the team on, and as you say, goals and assists will come with that. And to be honest, now again should be strolling this league, and I think he will. Yeah, I think as well that there's the scope for him, and again, we'll go into this topic later on. But mm-hmm. with some of the transfer targets that we're looking mm-hmm. at, there could be scope for him to kind of maybe play a number ten role behind yeah. the attacker, which I think would suit him perfect. Um, I think he put him in any space in that front line in this league, and I think he'll do well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a bit like um, now bear with me with the comparison here, but a bit like <laughs> what Wayne Rooney did, um, you know, yes. started his career at the sharp end of the pitch and just sort of worked his way back. I think mm-hmm. that could be what we're seeing with Niall McGinn this year. Niall McGinn is going to do a Wayne Rooney. There you go. Here is your headline. Take mm-hmm. that to Cranio. <laughs> hopefully it's not half of the stuff Wayne Rooney's done maybe keep it on no. the football side but... <laughs> yeah, hopefully no granny uh, meddling no no definitely not <laughs> uh, but then we'll move on to the, the second goal um, mm-hmm. McGowan, Paul McGowan on the pitch for a couple of minutes yep. he thought he came on he was an absolutely live wire um, like that. He, he had a I, think it's feel, I felt like he had an extra couple of steps on him again I think the the oh. new hair transplants got to be glide. He's it's like, <laughs> streamline. Yeah, streamline. Yeah, it's, uh, it's he's he's got to be flow about him now. Um, but he done well he to win that confidence. Penalty. He did. Yeah. I'd say he used um probably used experience there is, is how I'd phrase it. Yeah. Um, you know the defender's going to stick his leg out, so he's going to kick the leg. He's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen softer penalties, but mm-hmm. I've seen more more obvious penalties as well. Should we say? Yeah, it's one of those that the, the boy has connected. It is a penalty, mm-hmm. but sometimes the ref has maybe seen that he's he's he's, he's played that he's went for that, and oh, right. some refs have not gave it. But um, yeah, he, he done fantastic, and I think I've, I remember rightly. I think McGinn was going to maybe grab the ball, or he mm-hmm. did have the ball, but Yukubiak kind of took it off him. There wasn't any tip for tap, but I think McGinn oh. thought he was maybe going to take it. But Yukubiak took it. Um, slotted off him good. He's he, he yep. had a no bad second uh, half when he came on. Um, he's uh, he's got to a lot to prove this season. It's his first okay. season at, at Dundee, and I would like to say I know how many goals he scored for Dundee. I'll just double check. <laughs> um, I believe 
I believe maybe only one or two before. Is it, and I get the feeling it's never been in a league game either. No, um, he was going to or something. He scored last season, did he not? I remember he scored, yeah, because I, I think I was doing commentating with your your co-host of the yeah. DPC. Um, Ethan. Shout yeah. out, Ethan. Shout out, Ethan. <laughs> um, the poshest Dundee fan I'll ever meet. Oh, by far, by far. Yeah. He's, he's very eloquently spoken. And then you come and get me on here and you can see comment as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Fair just enough. going to agree with that because it's the same with me as well. <laughs> uh, Ethan is the, when you speak to him, and we'll, we'll get him on this podcast soon. Eh? Absolutely. He's a, he's a good lad then. But when you also hear him on the commentary, yeah, he's a, he's a good far, far lad. Yes, um, yes. I mean, neither so the, of us are Dundee residents, neither me nor Ethan. So it's quite ironic that we're, you know, um, both sort of running the Dundee account. <laughs> yeah, you're not purebreds. That's what... <laughs> not at all. No, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a mutt. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so it was Jakubiak's on his second goal, and that yeah. was his last one was last season. Um, but hopefully, he's been given another year. Um, mm-hmm. I think at the time he was given the, the, the year contract and loaned out, I think a lot oh. of fans were thinking, not too sure about that, but he's uh, he's came back, He's there's no been any flare-ups of injuries in the pre-season, no. he's played the game, he's got a goal, he did look pretty good, he looked handy, so mm-hmm. kind of hope that this could be him kind of kicking on, um, I think because it's his first season, he has to kick on. Yeah, he has I absolutely to. hope um, so. That's no like, criticism or like that, it's, it's just what probably all fans will look at and say mm-hmm. he has to like, play this season and and get, grab goals so that will set them up but um, yeah that's uh, a good confidence, confidence booster for him um, mm-hmm. and then the the last goal Lyle Cameron what a finish yeah honestly crack, cracking goal yeah really good the turn and finish you know you wouldn't expect him to just be what is he 20 like absolutely experience with that finish I think is what it looked like, like yeah just he knew where the goal he didn't even have to look it was just a just a great goal that's that's I'm gonna leave it at that just a good goal <laughs> yeah and it's, it's he could have had two as well there was um Mulligan slipped him through and mm-hmm. one-on-one with the keeper but uh, it was more a good save than yeah. anything like the keeper was out like a shot and um but you, you were you were wanting him to score goals so you came on and you do you looked at him and thought, look at the size of him. He's mm-hmm. tiny. But when he got the ball, he wanted to take on a man. He, mm-hmm. and, and when he did take him on a man, it's like, well, he's got a bit of skill about him. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter about height here. He's got a bit yeah. of skill. Um, he'll be the type of player that he'll go past the boy and get absolutely chopped. But when mm-hmm. he kicks and penalties in areas that the opposition didn't want to win, uh, well, didn't want to, to give them away. I mean, um, he, yeah, there's a, there was a good few youngsters in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Yeah, just the ten in the in the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ten. I mean, when I I would want to look back to when that happened last, but, but there's no point because I can't remember the last time we had ten players in a competitive team, uh, exactly. a competitive yeah. game at the end of the team. Um, that's outstanding, and that's uh, I think testament to the the work that's been going behind the scenes uh, with the youth team. I, I know that I, I don't think we really shout from the rooftops the the type of work that gets done in the back and the type of players were coming that are coming through. But it's maybe a good thing because mm-hmm. 
yeah, you have no water on anybody kind of snatching the youngsters on cheap deals oh. by promising them like the, the world, if you know what I mean. And then the, oh, exactly. um, they go to the old firm or doing self to an under 23 league. Um, but mm-hmm. I feel like we've done more business and a, a good few years the youth, youth system's been like this. And now it's, yeah. we're starting to kind of notice it, um, mm-hmm. which is a, a massive positive. Um, but we've spoke, yeah. we've said the Hamilton game. Yeah. Hamilton game, easy, fantastic. I think we should should maybe kind of bam up the young players a wee bit. Eh? I, um, I definitely think so. Yeah. Uh, who do you want to start with? I'll give you. I'll give you the the, the start here. Oh, Josh, uh, Josh Mulligan, no doubt mm-hmm. about it. The boy's a player. He's just incredible. Um, for when we seen him come on against St Mirren when he was sixteen, uh, him and Robertson came on. You thought, you know, that's Robertson, boy's a player, but then. Robertson sort of faded out a wee bit. In comes, well, Anderson, of course, but Mulligan as well. I think he came back last season um, from his loan. A man, if you know what I mean, he's built like a man. He's <laughs> huge. Um, he's quick, he's strong. And if I'm being honest with you, I don't think he'll be at Dundee for very long if he keeps this up. No, I would be surprised if there wasn't already teams looking at him. Yeah. Um, I believe he's in his last year at uh, in, the, in his contract, so mm-hmm. the the sooner we see Tommy tweeting the little pencil notepad, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's him saying he signed a two or three year deal, the sooner for the better, because yeah, that is the type of player that you want signed up. He, yeah. I think when he when he first came back, he had good things, same with Ferry and all that. He mm-hmm. spoke about him. And you did see, see, I think he was playing right back for Peterhead on loan, and yep. the boy, the boy was running through that position, right up field and scoring goals. <laughs> he just he taking was. on boys, and I you think, did see. Um, I think Ferry likened him to Gareth Bale. If you're, um, <laughs> if you're wanting another ridiculous comparison. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's it. the deb- debut episode of this podcast, and we've got Gareth Bale and Wayne Rooney, Dundee players, getting com- <laughs> compared to them. <laughs> compared. More to come. <laughs> More to come, yeah. I think, was it yourself that compared uh, Finn Robertson to Iniesta? Uh, yeah, Finn Iniesta, if you will. It's a yeah. famous quote among my group of friends. <laughs> yeah, right, you're on, the, you're on, on the, the BBC. BBC. Yeah, on the telly in front of tens of people. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, you can, just, just keep them coming, to be honest. Ah, so why not? Eh? Big yeah. them up. Just try and add a couple of zeros to the transfer value. I'll do it myself. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, Mulligan, he's going to be a, a big player for us this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also got boys like Sam Fisher. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought he was fantastic. He, in the first 20 minutes, he everything that came to him, he got no bother. And mm-hmm. I think Hamilton number nine, I think it's Andy Ryan. Yeah. He's... A, 27 he's been here for, he's played football for a few seasons and he you've seen him getting frustrated and at one point hacked Fisher or pulled him back when Fisher mm-hmm. got the ball and ran past him um, I thought it was a, a fairly uh, uh, what's, the, what's the word he was he was stonewall in defence yeah. um, yeah. nothing got past him um, I was fairly uh, pleased with that never expected yeah. it so yeah, but Sam Fisher was one that you seen, saw on the team sheet and you thought, oh, I'm quite surprising. But then you look at who's out and you think maybe not. But if if he's if he's ready, if he's um, you know ready to be part of that first team, then I've, you know 
I'll, I'll leave that down to Gary Bowyer. But uh, he's, not, he's not someone I've seen much of, if I'm being totally honest with you. Uh, I think he did okay at Forfar, was it? But, you know, no one was shouting for the rooftops like they were Josh Mulligan. No, you're right. Sure. You're right. The, the... Kind of, he's kind of come out of the blue, isn't he? Yeah, there wasn't... Um... Not the kind of let's say fanfare. It was Simon mm-hmm. Ferris barming them up, but um, yeah, there, there was nothing like that with Fisher. Um, he, but then just like no nonsense, I guess that's what what you kind of want. Um, no, that's it. Aye. He, got, he got the job done. Nothing fancy, and that's it. And uh, a couple of other boys we can probably mention. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've, we've always spoke about Lyle Cameron. We can. Uh, yep. We can kind of go past them. Sorry about that, Lyle, mm-hmm. but you got your <laughs> you got your piece. <laughs> yeah, oh, but I forgot absolutely. to say it was his first competitive goal. So, if it done go. me, so well done, mate. Um, but the other one, um, Jack Wilkie, um, I, I kind of just slagged his orange bits, but um, <laughs> I thought he he done fairly well in the second half. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a little bit first 10, 15 minutes, I think, or maybe the first ten minutes, a little bit edgy, mm-hmm. but that's understandable. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely understandable but then he started getting into the flow and what kind of struck me and we probably should have spoke about this in the, the game uh recap mm-hmm. but what struck me was the more the game that went on the more like your jack wilkies and stuff like that the more the confident they got and instead mm-hmm. of getting the ball and punting it upfield they got the ball they were trying to take on a man and look for the pass and mm-hmm. and, and then move forward um went on about the pressing but to see the young players who mm-hmm. Have probably never came up against players that have been in the game as long as some of them at Hamilton doing this. Yeah. I was quite quite surprised, but I'm very happy to see that. Absolutely, absolutely. I think this season, I think we'll all lean quite heavily on the young players, mm-hmm. um, especially for strength and depth. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. at the moment, we've got one fit senior centre back, and then there you go. There's two young boys coming and slotted in almost seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that kind of brings me on to my my next question. Uh, next question. I, I, before I say that, I'd say well done to Harvey Sharp on a yes. clean sheet. Absolutely, uh, I think he is well within his rights to have that number one jersey at the moment. Um, yeah. I think it's Adam Legsden's and Ian Lawler. Um, you know, it's, it's it's theirs to try and take off him. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, which if you said that at the start of last season, you would have laughed you out. Of, you know, out the gaff. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's. I think it's between them two. I think. Um, he's, yeah, he's the, kicking. the less said about Lawler, the better. If I'm honest. I know. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a shame because he did pull off some great saves sometimes. Yeah. But the howlers is. Uh, it just feels like. Yeah, it just feels like that. There's no way back. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. Not like, a bit like Arvid, you know. <laughs> Arvid, Arvid Schenk. I think he had a, a couple of howlers and, and he ne- we never saw him again, to be fair. He's retired so, now. Is he? Imagine yeah. my shock. <laughs> uh, he never lasted long, did he? Um, nothing, nothing at all. Amazing. What a guy. I can't believe you brought up him on the first podcast. <laughs> Wayne Rooney, Gareth Bale, Arvid Schenk. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, we've got the good... We've got, the makings of a decent five-a-side team here. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we'll concede loads, but we'll score loads. So. Aye, that's entertainment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think um, I think we have a sharp that he's he's kicking mm-hmm. was all over the place. He kind of yeah. near the end of the match, I, I seen 
I seen uh, the 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 dugout kind of not not give them. They they basically tell them get down the middle because uh-huh. the whole kick into the side wasn't happening, and that's uh, yeah. it's a, a thing that's happened. We all the keepers we've had the past couple of years actually, isn't it? We're trying uh-huh. to get it on the byline, but it's flying out. Um, uh-huh. I think like that, you just get the ball, you just get to punt it down the middle. Um, I'm not wanting to blame anybody, but we have got Alan Coom, ex United boy, on the, on the mm, coaching staff. Yeah. So, know that I'm trying to blame it on the United, ex United man. But <laughs> if somebody's getting blamed, it'll be him. <laughs> Absolutely, and rightly so. But I think, yeah. I think at our level, you know, I think us as fans maybe expect a bit too much when it comes to things like that. We had Scott Bain, who mm-hmm. at the time was far too good for us. Let's be honest, and he had that in his locker. You know that the. the I think um, Simon Ferry said he was the best best football player at the club and he was a goalie, if that makes sense. Um, but, you know, at our level, you can't expect keepers to be perfect or else they wouldn't be playing at our level, you know. And I think if he's going to have one issue, I think kicking's an OK one to have, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with that as well. The, the, the kicking is one that could be worked on easily as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. He pulled off a good few saves. I think there was a yep. one-on-one um, in the second half. Yeah, there was. He'd, he'd yeah. come out rapid and um, shut it down. Yeah, and there was another one. I think the whistle went for offside, but he still managed. This is right after him like, kicking the ball out about five times on the trot. <laughs> um, and there was a little bit of a just a little bit of grunts and all that from the fans mm-hmm. when it happened. And yeah, I kind of think to myself, come on, simmer down a wee bit here. Young laddie, we're, right. we're winning. But um, right after that, he, the ball... I think it was a free ball. I think we were kind of defensively caught flat-footed a little bit, mm-hmm. and he pulled off a fantastic save. Um, and it's good to see that as well because I think sometimes the Dundee crowd can, when they got on a player's back, we got we got on the player's back. Eh? It's, it's there's no in between. Um, I think every Dundee fan knows that when, if if a player's getting pelted for you behind the goal or yeah. from the self enclosure. Uh, that that's it's not just a wee bit of pellers, it's full of pellers. Oh, I know, so, definitely. Yeah, I know that he was getting pellers, but it was just that kind of collective groan when he kicked out and you thought, oh, hopefully this doesn't hit the boys' confidence, but yeah. it certainly didn't. So that, that was fantastic to see. Um, yeah, and it's good that, you know, people like Harry Sharp, um, Josh Mulligan, and, and not as recently, Max Anderson are getting sort of international recognition as well. Um, I think that's you know, to to get that, you're gonna to have to be in a kind of a mind space where you're not gonna let the groans bother you. You know. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, he's at that level now where you can sort of put that at the back of his mind, and then that's what makes you know separates great players from good players, isn't it? The mental side of things. A hundred percent. If a hundred percent, it's good that you mentioned about the recognition for the national team mm. at certain levels under 21s and whatnot i totally forgot about yeah. that that's another <clears throat> thing you look at for the youth team and mm-hmm. again the way we've been kind of going about our business and there's boys now getting called up and i think it's been a long time since we've seen like a it's not exactly a cluster yet but um mm-hmm. a good, a good uh, number of dundee players getting called up to to mm-hmm. these uh, levels and um what was that it was and, you, you you had craig white in maybe once Mm-hmm. a wee while ago and then that was about it for two or three years and then Finn Robertson once mm-hmm. and now we're getting two probably going to be two three you know in the next couple of months mm-hmm. players getting called up which is excellent oh definitely um, Finn Robertson kind of 
yeah. missing. He was missing from the squad. Um, I, I never really caught much up about that. Is that? Have you heard anything? Is he injured? I've, or? Not, I've not heard anything. To be fair about Finn Robertson, maybe it was just a, a case of just he was left out of the squad. But mm-hmm. I think he would really benefit from another loan out. I think maybe another step down, maybe Forfar with Gary Irvin, mm-hmm. uh, Gary Harkins and Co. I think that'd be, you know, the perfect move for all parties if I'm, if I'm thinking about it. Yeah, he, um, the the Cove loan didn't seem mm-hmm. to work out for him, but I, no. I, I like the fact that Dundee, when the loan boys and that they have to kind of local teams, I, 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 mm-hmm. I like that because they're not having to travel afar and might be no, it's daunting for the young players, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Robertson, um, yeah, I, I, Burn on Saturday was outstanding and mm-hmm. that's his position, isn't it? Yeah, as yeah. always, yeah, uh, unless you're certain Twitter poster who doesn't believe in it but we'll not get into that one <laughs> no we'll not talk about him <laughs> but, um, yeah. but um, yeah I think he's going to find it hard to break into the team while Burnsworth right. throw and it's a shame because you've seen him the, that season uh, in the championship mm-hmm. uh, was it 19-20 and he, he, yep. he was fantastic and he just seems to have fell off the edge of the planet hasn't he but, he has um, he has he got injured and then just wasn't the same but Mm-hmm. Going back to just as you say that that season he was outstanding that you know triggered the funniest of comments and everything <laughs> but for for good reason he played remember the the derby the the one one game yeah. Graham Doran scored he ran the show that day he yeah. absolutely ran it um, and then just got injured and he's not had a chance to you know, break back into the team and, and do it again. But hopefully, I think this season we should get him out on loan, get him back confident, back playing regularly. And I think he'll come back. Uh, the Finniesta we all know and love. Finniesta, amazing. Love it. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of going, we've spoke about youth. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kind of going ahead. No, no, we're going to that. We'll go, well, before we go into transfer targets, we'll speak about youth. So mm-hmm. we're kind of... Wax lyrical about the youth players that are coming through. Um, yep. I know it's only been one game, but there's nothing like Dundee fans to get ahead of themselves. Um, but do you, do you think the fact that I think we're expecting some incoming transfers in the next couple of yeah. days, um, next week at least? And mm-hmm. but it looks like Boyer could be going with the youth, a, a lot of players promoted and. Mm-hmm. Using them to do with, to go along with the players that we've already got in the squad. Um, do you like that idea? Is that something that that goes I, well with you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think any club, you know, worth anything to be honest, have a good youth system, and you see, you see it with Hibs bringing through Doig players like that. Even though he was at Hearts before, but you know, <laughs> but bringing through players like Doig and. Um, Celtic of Rangers, you know, their, their youth systems are ridiculous as you'd hopefully, you know, you'd expect them to be. I think these clubs are all big clubs, they're doing good things. Them across the road as well, I had a good few people come through and go on big transfers away. And I think that's what we need to be aiming for is to, to play the long game, bring the players through, get them in the first team in the short term, have them play and play them well, and then sell them off for big money. I think it is a you know, in modern day football, a club the size we are, that's how we should be expecting to to make our money and to progress. Yeah. I think. 
Simple as that. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> but, it's an easy game on paper, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I think that's maybe one of the things that uh, Nelms is tracking. I've, I've sold to the boyers the, yeah. the fact is that they want to bleed youngsters. It seems, I feel like the since the Americans took over, we seem to have had youngsters coming into the squad, maybe getting a game or two, and you think, got high hopes for them, and next thing mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the season, they're relegated. Uh, relegated? Oh, maybe I'll get that many times, it's on my mind. Um, <laughs> at least, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, and then it's back to the square one, and then well, you, season, you've got a few boys. There's no been any boys that have really hit the mark. Um no. But it seems like I think we're in the perfect position now to to get the young the, the players in the team. We're mm-hmm. in the we're in a league now that, and I'm not wanting to belittle any other teams, but I think mm-hmm. it could be the poorest championship in a long while. Yeah. Um, there's no Rangers, there's no Hibs, Hearts, there's no United. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's always been one of their them teams in there for the past like six years. Yeah. And this is the first time we're even, and then you go to Dunfermline. Dunfermline mm-hmm. was shambolic last season and got relegated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you are looking at this league thinking that it's the weakest one going. It could be the ideal time to get these young players that have got potential, get them yeah. playing, get games under their belt, but at the same time, have them playing with boys that have been in this league, got out this mm-hmm. league. Um, and I think that's the kind of mixture that. That we're going to go with, mm-hmm. and I think that's you know rightfully so. To be honest, I think yeah. um, Hearts when they won it, they did that kind of model. They had, you know, your Stephen Naismiths and and that, and then they also fed the young players through then, and then they went and romped the league in the end, albeit curtailed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're you're they're right. They, they did that, and it's uh. It's working for them. Um, mm-hmm. Like I say, I don't think we'll, we'll ever find myself in a better, a better position to do that no, ourselves. Because right. um, every other time you're in this league, it's always let's just bring in big hatchet men in the middle of the yeah. park and at the back and get up. And then once you've got up, you're then having to rebuild the team again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got boys there sitting on the bench that are wanting to make the breakthrough that are probably are good enough, but there's no nobody there willing to make that risk. Well, well the, yeah, it's, it's a gamble. Yeah. Roll the dice. Um, yeah. but I think Boyer's going to be the boy that does that um, mm-hmm. for us. And it'll work out. Well, if it works out well, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. But we'll um, move on to transfer targets now. So yes. we are looking at two Rangers, the, the way the daily record called yeah. Starlets. Well, uh, <laughs> one of them we've had as well. Yeah. Um, and, and Josh McPake, who, by all accounts, has progressed a lot in the last three years since he was at Dundee. Um, when we had him last time, he was 17 year old. He was raw, but he was meant to be one of the you know, hottest prospects going. Didn't quite do it for us that time. Could he be back to do it again? I think jury's out on him for me, mm-hmm. to be honest. I think he he's done well since he's gone down south. He's won, um, I think it was the FA Trophy with, with Harrogate Town. Um, I believe I could be wrong, um, but he, he won trophies down south. He's played well, and hopefully we'll be getting a more complete player. Should we sign him? 
Yeah, he, he had because he, I think I can't remember who he went to after us. Might have been Queen of the South or something, but mm-hmm. he he didn't really hit the ground running either. But it, he was only seventeen. He was seventeen. Yeah. Um, it was Morton he went to. I've just been informed uh-huh. by our audio guy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he. Yeah, he, he he was too young. He, he was too yeah. young. He he was still too big a move too soon. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, and he didn't really get much of a chance either. We us. He he was flung on at a game. Um, I I didn't really think he started many games, or he, he might have not even started a game for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he's went down there, and even at, um, he's won. Trophies at Harrogate, and he was mm-hmm. just on a loan spell with Tranmere Rovers, where the ex United manager Mickey Mellon spoke highly of him. Yeah. Um, so uh, you kind of hope that he has progressed and maybe toughened up a wee bit because that was maybe the, the his weakest point was weak being weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's simply a lad. He's coming up against, like you say, the championship was full of bloody uh, big bruisers and the. Yeah. I was just going to see a, a boy trying to flick the ball past him. He's getting punted up in the air. And then, <laughs> yeah, he's, so, absolutely. Um, he's maybe got a little bit, you know, he's not really uh, filled it that much. He's maybe a little bit more, um, he's not as naive. You'll mm-hmm. know when a tackle's come in and uh, stuff like that. So I'm the same yourself. Do you step out um, on that one? Uh, it's, mm-hmm. uh, for what I've been reading, it's, it's, it's more, more or less going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. This will come back to, uh, egg in my face and you'll sign for a part because I think they're <laughs> as well but um, yeah, it's one that you'll give him a chance and it could be the one that happens if we do get him then mm-hmm. you do see like your Niall again going into the middle yeah, it could yeah. be like the kind of the game plan there um, and I think there is is there another two, actually there might be another what, two players I think I'd, I'd go as far to say one and a half because I think I think us on our, on our transfer thread on Twitter at Dens Park Guire go and have a look um, and not at all. <laughs> um, on our threads, we 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 update it with stories and things, and I think maybe we've been touting the idea of Stephen Kelly coming mm-hmm. in. Um, it's more of a theory than a rumor, but the fact that he was with Boyer at Salford just recently, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that you know he's got a year left in his contract at Rangers is something to prove. Um, I think. Stephen Kelly could be one of the names we could be touted with, mm-hmm. but I, and he also could fill that hole of, you know, attacking midfielder. I think that we've been looking for. Yeah. So you're the one that starts all the rumours that people believe, yeah. and when it doesn't happen, they're disappointed. Yes, that's me. There you that's go. me. That's me. I, I'm, I'm the reason that, you know, some people on the Dark Blues forum. <laughs> Get all excited about, you know, names like Stephen Kelly. <laughs> names like Stephen Kelly. <laughs> uh, Me. So I think the other boy is Ben Williamson. Yeah, Ben Williamson. Uh, He's probably the one that's most likely the three to come in, I think. I've read someplace, and it might be a Daily Record, Scott Burns. So Scott Burns, you know, it's, it's, if it's happening, it's happening. If it's no, yeah. he's telling you it's not. And I think he might have said that. It's basically, he's coming. To, to yeah. ends. I, if I remember rightly, I should have really looked back at this, but I remember we played Ardroof. Um, yeah. Was he on loan to them? Not last uh, season, the season tw- before. 2021. 
twenty twenty one season. So, like that's so twenty slash twenty one. So what I was, uh, so we were in the championship, weren't we? Right. I do remember him playing um, at the game at Dens and thinking this boy's a player. Mm-hmm. Um, thought he was really good, and he was a kind of a standout on an Arbroath side who were playing really good as well. Um, mm-hmm. so that kind of uh, says a lot. So yeah, that that one's got me kind of intrigued, but it's uh, I'm kind of hoping it. It's not taking away a spot from like Mulligan or Cameron yeah. or, or somebody. Um, I've got to hope that he's coming in and there is a position that he's going to, but it's not going to mm-hmm. hamper the the progress of somebody that could be playing there. Mm-hmm. I think just looking at the signings that Boyer's made so far, Tyler French is predominantly a wing back or a, a right side of a three. Mm-hmm. I think he might have you know like a plan B and a plan C when it comes to formation. And I think having Williamson in there is like having a, a leggier Sean Byrne, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, so he'll do a bit of the dirty work as well. He's, he's got a pass in him. But I think that will allow Byrne and him to play in like a deep two mm-hmm. in midfield. Um, you know, So I don't think you'll be taken away from your Anderson, um, Cameron, Mulligan, whereas I think Mulligan will be right wing back anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. In that formation, because um, that's where he played in preseason against Montrose. Is that right? I'll go with that. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> Maybe for ten minutes, but I don't know. Um, um, but yeah, I think Williamson comes in, and that's where he slots in, and he lets the you know him and Burnham be sitting because Burn hasn't really worked in a two. But I think the twos he's played in have been with um, McGowan, who you know is getting on a bit. Charlie Adam is getting on a bit. Graham Dorans is getting on a bit. You know, mm-hmm. there's a theme. I think yeah. Burns being stuck with all, someone who's not not quite got the legs in them. Whereas I think having Williamson there and beside them will complement them really nicely. So what you're saying is Burns now the boy that's getting on a bit, so he needs a young player beside him. Aye, uh, he'll, <laughs> love, he'll love to hear that from me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think there's actually there's one more player we're linked with. Ex Air United, um, yes. Tom and Adeloy, I think it is. I've not came prepared. I'm just. I think we said it before before we started yeah. speaking that you wing it, and that's. I'm actually just doing that. I'm like, I'm not the name <laughs> of our targets, but yeah, yeah, I think there is. Uh, yeah, there was a little rumor yeah. that he was brought in from at the <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a month mm-hmm. ago, but maybe something to do with fitness. Um, Attitude, I think, was another thing. It was Tommy Adeloy, we're um, reliably informed. Yeah, Uh, I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's how I'm going to say it. (laughs) Um, I think think you're spot on, to be honest. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of room about stuff like his Mm -hmm. fitness or attitude, and and you you do kind of look at his uh, notes, not like the the place that you always go for knowledge, but um, that's correct. But these wiki page and you've seen a yeah. big long list of one season at this team, one season at that. Yeah. You, you do kind of think, well, maybe it is, but it seems like we're backing for him. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> hopefully it's a case of, um, he's been told he's getting, if he wants to join us, he gets his head screwed on mm-hmm. and it's more, um, a contract is being given and it's more incentive based than, yeah. And, uh, set wage uh, that's uh, I've, 
I wasn't around when that was the kind of contracts that were handed out, but I've always <laughs> felt that. Obviously, footballs are disagree with me here, but I've always felt like they should always be incentive-based um, oh, yeah. more than hand, money in hand. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we're going right back into the 80s with that kind of thing. Yeah, but um, uh, you'll never get away with that now um, as much. No. But I think it could be like he's got a, as maybe took some pounds off the, the offer and uh, says, well, what if you get a goal? You'll get that back here. Mm-hmm. And assist. There's another uh, whack back and th- there's a good way to sort out a boy's attitude. If it was his attitude, that was... No, uh, uh, you know, allegedly. Yeah. Put yeah. That out there. Allegedly. Always, always take that with you. With you pinch of salt, yeah. eh? Um, yeah, it's just the whispers, isn't it? Yeah. But I think apart from that and your um, Dance Park Choir thread on Twitter, mm-hmm. I think there's no really much much other transfer targets. No, there, there's one There's one that's it's wild. It's a total left-field one. Um, it it kind of crept up at the start of the summer. Uh, William Accio, his name is. Um, he plays in Canada. He's a striker. For, he's from South Sudan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's liked an inverted commas a, a comment um, on YouTube under one of his videos because he's, he's a YouTuber as well mm-hmm. and um, it says announce move to Dundee and he's liked that you know just a bit of detective work that's by Ethan again um, he, he he spotted that and then I got a DM today from, from someone um, which was a teammate of Akio has followed Dundee on Instagram. So there's there's the starts of another wild rumour. Um, <laughs> but his his brother his brother um, Victor Loturi, I think his name is, just signed for Ross County. Mm-hmm. So he might be coming along as like a sweetener deal with that. Um, you know, to to give his brother probably some some company, much in the sense of Nicky Hamilton. <laughs> Chapman and now William Accio I think I think he could fall under that bracket Have you even got like a big board with William Accio's picture in the middle and then the rest was just filled up with bits of string leading on Yeah, <laughs> like line of duty Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is Any wee link you can get, there you go There's the one. There we go, <laughs> that's it So that's just, a, that's just a, a bit of a left field one but who doesn't love a bit of nonsense transfer talk here yeah. Well we're all about the nonsense transfer. Yeah. The more the better. We've had Dimitar Berbatov. I don't know. That was that. That was another one. I think I maybe started, but that was incredible. Yeah, and there was another one. Who's the ex-Man City player? Matt Stephen Kelly. No, was it Stephen Kelly? He was an of an Irish player or something. Ex-Man City. Um, somebody put a rumor. Sure. I think it was Stephen Kelly, but somebody put a rumor and. Um, and it was basically oh, met on Joel Ledley or something. No, there was a well, there was a Joel Ledley one as well. Gee, I forgot yeah. about that one. Um, but there was another boy, Man City, totally the name's totally left me. Um, mm-hmm. he somebody put out a big thing, and it was just after no long after we're saying Colker. So mm-hmm. remember the rumor about Stephen Colker, Neil McCann met him at Acosta's in a bloody <laughs> and, and, it, and it was true, so <laughs> nobody believed that, and it ended up being true. Um, yeah. But then somebody put this rumor about um, we signing this boy. And it's Stephen something. It's going to annoy me. But anyway, Dundee fans laughed mm-hmm. up, believed it, and it turned out it was an Arab on a wind up. But being shock, I, I love the fact that um, that I actually believed it. <laughs> I know. We'll bite at anything. That's the thing. 
yeah, a lot of us on Twitter will get totally excited about the littlest thing, and that's what I'm saying. Like the most left field ones, like William Ackie. There has to be something in that that it's come up, but who knows? I know. It was Stephen Ireland. That's who it was. Stephen Ireland. Yeah. There we go. That was him. That was him. But um, we've not had anything like that this season, though. Um, no. Well, we've got yours, but maybe next <laughs> next transfer window, you start kind of just planting seeds for an absolute outlandish transfer rumour. Yeah, that's what we'll try. Because what we had, Charlie Adam. Mm-hmm. Charlie Adam was a ridiculous one. No one thought it was ever going to happen, to be fair. Yeah. And then he did. So I wonder who the next has been Premier League midfielder will be. Doran's <laughs> Adam. Who's next? Who's next? <laughs> we'll think of one. Santi Cazorla or something. Ridiculous. I would take him in a heartbeat, though. Oh, absolutely. Take him in a heartbeat. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what have you thought of the trialists? I don't know. You've maybe seen more of them than I have. Um, that we've had. I w- I watched no preseason games. That's great because neither of us. <laughs> yeah. So we've got no judgment on the trialists at all. No. Um, um, Bobby Daly's off to St Johnson on trial. That's about as much information as I've got on the rest of them. Yeah, seen that. Posted yesterday or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so he's no longer. Um, we had what was it, Danny Devine, and there was mm-hmm. somebody else, wasn't there? Um, Kyle Barker, J- Tyler Frost, as well. Yeah, um, I have nothing whatsoever on no. the trailers, but and they not seen any. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we'll get another look on. I think Boy was saying in his interview after the Hamilton game, we'll get another look at them um, yeah. on Wednesday. There must be something about them if they're still here. Um, yeah. I think the, the Danny Devine, he is an ex... Well, I think it was uh, Boyer managed him, so there's also got mm-hmm. that connection there. Um, so yeah. he's he'll probably get... He's probably getting a, a chance, even if he maybe hasn't impressed, because the mm-hmm. manager will know what he, what he can do. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the rest of them have just... Uh, yeah, chaps. Yeah. No I think the other... The other two, I think, will be dependent on whether or not we get uh, Williamson and McPeak because mm-hmm. one of them's a winger, one of them's a centre mid, much like Williamson and McPeak. So I think that's kind of what that will come down to. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. Uh, if, if they yeah. ta- if they come through to Chennai, it's uh, the trialists. You'll probably see that move on because, um, like, it's getting close to the actual start of the season now. So um, mm-hmm. if you're not making an impression, then I, I, I think we'll kind of not be in a total rush, but we'll all be mm. eager to get people in that we know can, yeah. can play. So, like I say, I think we'll find out a lot more this coming week. Um, yeah. But I think that's all we've got to speak on the football side. But obviously, a lot of things have happened over the the summer. Uh, mm-hmm. Dundee have moved to the Garden College. They have purchased a, a, a good whack of land and offices there. Um, mm-hmm. I personally think the move away from Dens, uh, instead of going meeting there every day for training, is uh, a great move. I, yeah. I've only led to believe that the players look forward to going to Dens on match day because they're not there all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way modern football is. I know the fans say that the players should always be around the stadium, but I think the way modern football is, they go to the state the art facilities and yeah. they only use the stadium on match day to give it that bit of... Uh, I, I know it's it's dense. It's not in the best of shapes, but it gives mm-hmm. them a little bit of prestige. That like yeah. this is not, yeah playing there. So um, the the facilities. Uh, I'm actually joined the the gym there. I've used the 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 code. Oh, have you? 
Yeah, used it. And it is really good, actually. I've not been able to sneak away through to see the offices or that yet, but mm. I'm hoping to, to get free time to go and see it. But um, yeah, I, I think it's it's fantastic for the club. I'll entice new players to come um, because I, I read an article, I think it was uh, George Cran again, that uh, mm-hmm. said that the, we have we have a book in classes or pictures um, mm-hmm. from la- up to last season. So <laughs> it's no Focus. ideal... It's, it's no professional either, is it? No. Um, so now we've got our set space and that we'll, we'll have these facilities for when we need them. Um, yeah. That's um, for a club of these size. It's not before time it's happened. Eh? It's uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's great to see. Um, what's your thoughts on on all that? I think it's brilliant, as you say. You've you've listed off pretty much every reason. You know how unprofessional it was. You know. Um, booking pitches and things kind of almost last minute um allegedly being due some places you know money i don't know if you heard all that but that was a, a whole thing um down at the is it the rpc um mm. anyway um that could be a load of nonsense i'm talking there but um i think having everyone sort of centralized and it's that kind of as you say it's that kind of modern football way that a club our size should really be have been doing ten years ago. Um finally coming into the you know the, the modern times. I think I think it will show. I think on the pitch it's gonna show that, you know, as I say I've spoken to one or two of the players, they're loving it. Absolutely loving it. Um the food's so much better. That was something that highlighted the, the, the catering's night and day compared to what it was. The facilities are better, but I mean Den's obviously isn't seem to be fit for purpose anymore. Um, and I think this is just stage one and stepping away from Dens entirely. Um, just coming to fruition there. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a big... When you've seen that, that was a big kind of signal uh, uh, mm-hmm. of intent. Uh, yeah. Showed that <laughs> the, the wheels are in motion. Um, yeah. You mentioned the stadium, we may as well dive into that now. Uh, yeah. Just before the end of the season, we done a promotion video and we showed new plans for the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there was a lot of doubters that don't believe it will happen, purely because they've been the other fingers burnt before, like your your Ron Dixon's yeah. and stuff like that. And even uh, when the Mavs went charge, there was a whole talk. I mean, I'm going through the scrapbooks now, and mm-hmm. we're looking at. We were looking at moving away, um, and it was to where um, Oldland Laughing High School, thanks yeah. Morrison's now. So there's all that, and there was even a, I came across another one, Junction uh, with United for the 2008 Euro Championships. That was all green lit and oh, ready right. to go. Um, plans. I've got all the, the. I'm going to post them like soon on the, and I'm going to be shameless and plug it here, but on the D archive mm-hmm. page, I'll post all that. Um, so I think there has been a lot of. Um, uh, over the years, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And nothing's ever mm-hmm. happened. Except we built two new stands, obviously. So, um, yeah. no, saying nothing's ever happened, but um, not on the kind of scale that we're seeing um, or the information we're getting from, like uh, John Nelms and Co. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe it will. Um, yes. I don't think the purchase that land spend all this time speaking. Um, I think they have now. Remember rightly looking on the council page, they're now potentially at the pre pre application stage. Yes. Uh, and, I think so. Yeah, and I, by the looks of the word and 
of the letters from the council, it doesn't look like they're putting up too much obstacles for Dundee to, to go ahead with this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's, it's time constraints. I think they've got to do stuff within a certain time. It's not just a case of let's get this battered through in a month and then you can start building. It's been tough. You've got to wait yeah. this amount of time, that amount of time. Um, but we've seen the plans again. Um, the stadium's had a rejig. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I like the new design better than the, the oval shape. Yeah. Um, I think you can probably do a lot more with the four stands where the, the corners fold in. Um, mm-hmm. I just think I've always just been a big fan of that. Um, but again, it's one of those that we're playing the waiting game and until we hear more about it and there will be the, the same people saying it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, are you on the same side of the fence as me? or Yeah. You, no, 100%. I think you'd be daft to think otherwise um, because, as you say, they've spent millions of pounds buying this land and making these developments so far, I think these people just aren't, you know, the, the, because there's not been a spade put in the ground yet, mm-hmm. I think they're they're worried. And, and as you say, we've been burned with it before. So I think it's just scepticism rather, you know, I'll believe when I see it kind of thing. But I, I think for me, for me, I think the telling sign is moving everything, everyone away from Dens. I think that's really the biggest hint towards us actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the six years they've been here, six, eight, I don't know. Two thousand and thirteen, seven, eight, oh. nine, nine, nearly nine. a decade. Wow. Well, nearly a decade that we've had John Nems kicking about. That's brilliant. Um, I'm glad that we're um, finally getting somewhere with it. I think as 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 he said in the interview, following that reveal of the the the, the trailer, if you like, um, he said that. Hopefully, by the end of the summer, they're going to have the official application in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be good um, to see that happen. And I think once that goes in, I think people will start believing properly. Yeah, I think one thing that kind of had the naysayers uh, well, basically laughing, to be honest, was the, mm-hmm. the prices that with the, the <laughs> yeah. interview when we appointed Boyer, or, well, was it when we appointed I can't remember if it was when we appointed him or not, but, um, yes, Nelms done an interview with the, the press, and it, uh, mm-hmm. it was something like 30 to 40 million for the stadium to be built, but that's coming from <laughs> Dundee's side. I mean, let, let's, I know Dundee probably don't make a lot of money. Um, yeah. We've got a core fan base of four and a half thousand fans um, mm-hmm. on a on a paying day at Dens, um, but the owners, Keys, and Elms, I'm not sure of a, a dollar no. or two, to be honest. I mean, no. they've got money to find their property. I think they're, they're dealing property as well. So, um, yeah, and the fact that the, the project's going to cost well over 100 million again, mm-hmm. uh, it brings a lot of ridicule, especially from across the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the people that don't believe it. But yeah. uh, the size of planet is you kind of do look at it and think it's probably about right. But um, mm-hmm. it's, to see Dundee try and pull this off, um, it's to me, it's unbelievable, but I believe it. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean there. And um, you, you mentioned sort of them across the road there. They'll be they're just jealous that they're going to be stuck <laughs> with with the you know the seats that break your knees and and then a falling apart <laughs> hole. Um, but I think just. 
I don't know. I don't know how to how to how to put it into words. I think we're going to mm-hmm. be, um, you know, we'll be we'll have the last laugh. I think with all this, um, and with it being a, a development of housing and retail as well, I think it's. I think when you look at that side of things, it's totally not out of the question. See if the stadium wasn't there, and mm-hmm. these two Americans bought the land for house and, and retail, no one would bat an eyelid. But because there's a stadium there as well, I think that's kind of what everyone's like, oh, how are they going to afford that? Yeah. No, I, I'm with you on that one. Um, mm-hmm. And going back to United being a little bit jealous, it's probably because of <laughs> they had to shut down the stand. They still have four stands because it's the only stadium I can that's got five stands. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I know. And the, one, the, the restricted view stands. Yeah. Um, or the neat Aye, yeah. incredible. <laughs> but I think um, well, we're near coming to the end of the podcast. But we'll speak about about a little bit about the restructure side. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we've seen Nelms kind of stepping back from the football side and yep. move on to the stadium, and Strachan stepping into kind of his role. I guess mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> not against that at all. I think nope. it's uh, it's something that maybe could have been done sooner. Um, yeah. but it's uh, it never happened, it's happened now and hopefully we start seeing the benefits of it um, I think some of the choices over the years have uh, proved this this movement right yeah. <laughs> um, I know Strachan appointed McGee but we can look past that because I think it was, yeah, I think that's in the past now and I think it was a case of he believed that was going to happen but he realised that, wasn't he? So um, mm-hmm. he's, he's got that's one strike he's got. So he's, he got, another he's got another two. He's, he'll let him off with that one. I think it was just jobs for the boys. Get him over his ban and get him back into working. But yeah. um, like he knew what we're doomed, and then yeah. this season will be kind of a new, fresh start. And that's exactly what it has been. You know, we've totally mm-hmm. rejigged it. I think moving Nelms out of the football inside of things is three or four years too late, as you say, but. Definitely the right a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what you say we're probably doomed. We're sitting second bottom when mm-hmm. we punted McBake and got McGee in. But um, yeah, I think it's a mistake. We've made that mistake. We move on. He's mm-hmm. went and Strachan's still in a role where he because I think he he was still in that position that he was still the head of youth or mm-hmm. football or youth. Or, I can't remember the actual name of it, but um, there was I didn't really think there was much fallback on him. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't really his job. He's he's gave a name and we went with it. Uh, but now he's in this job doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's got to make the right decisions now. And I do believe he will. I, I do yeah, believe he will. Strachan's got a good football mind on him. And I, I think, uh, apart from last the last six months of the season, last season, I think he has done a good job. I know people have mm-hmm. always kind of shouted that they want him to be involved more. But mm-hmm. he always came here as a a youth capacity. Yeah. That was it. He, he's laid that groundwork for for all the good things we were talking about about the academy yeah. at the start. He he's kind of. I, I was speaking to uh, one of your potential future gre- uh, guests, Greg Fenton, mm-hmm. about it all just right at the start when he came in, and he was saying he's been given like a, a clean, a clean slate, if you like, like mm-hmm. go and do what you've got to do, and build up, and he's done that. Um, and then obviously he's he's moving on, sort of leaving Stephen Wright and Scott Robertson, etc., to take the reins on that one. 
Yeah, and it's good people to to leave there highly regarded. And yeah. uh, I've spoke to a few parents who whose kids are, are in the teams, youth teams, mm-hmm. and yeah, not a bad word. They, they absolutely oh. love love them being there, and and especially Scott Robertson, who mm-hmm. um, doesn't he never endeared himself to Dundee fans uh, no. during his football time. But um, some people will hold grudges. Um, I'm the type that if he's doing what he's doing behind the scenes, no problem yeah. at all. Um, bygones be bygones and all that. Um, Definitely. He's made yeah. amends enough for me. Yeah, that's it. He just needs to produce a, a couple of players that are going and win a bloody cup, to be honest. Eh? <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's, I'm, not nice. asking for, I'm not asking for much, Scott, but like, but yeah, we've seen that. We've seen um, a lot going to go into a lot of other things um, that have happened, like structure wise, because yeah. um, I don't know the ins and outs. But no. uh, I, I would like say, like the um, Lorraine, the the kit woman. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's sad to see her go. She's been there for a while. Again, I'm not going to get into that because, like you say, I don't know exactly what's happened but um yeah. 25 years service um always a face that you see when you went into den so yeah. um yeah it's sad to see her go and the obviously moved uh direction with even the, the way the the work in the ball boys mm-hmm. i think looking at the game there they had the youth players yeah. uh, uh there and i've never seen a set of ball boys so active <laughs> they were then keeping up passing the ball between each other it was a couple of times that I looked at one boy doing skills more than the game at one point um, but as bad as it sounds I've always believed that that's they should have the youth players there getting a feel yeah. of the first team and even though they're only 13-12 they're there thereabouts um, they're on the touchline they're, they're mm-hmm. seeing what's happening they're getting a feel um, so that if they ever do make it up there it's, it's nothing new to them uh, yeah. they've, they've been in that environment, um, but as always, it's sad to see people um, go onto pastures now. Um, yeah. So, with restructure comes potentially that. Uh, but like I say, we're not going to go too much into that. Yeah. Um, but um, we'll we'll probably leave it there, and because I think that's all I'll cover, Jake. Um, I think, so. I think um, we'll play next Saturday, isn't it? As a Stranra. Stranra. Stranraer away, but we've got um, a pre-season game against Blackburn first, I believe. Right enough. Right enough, we've got Blackburn. Um, I've been roped into playing five-a-sides with the ex-host Gary Cocker, actually, (laughs) Wednesday night, so I'll have to watch that back on DTV. Um, That'll be a a nice thing for uh, our manager. Probably seeing a lot of new faces. It's probably probably the reason why they're coming up here. Yeah. Um, because of him, um, I think yeah. so. I think they've got another couple of games up here as well. Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember who they're playing, but um, I think they're playing another one or two teams up here. So they might be doing a mini tour sort of thing as well. Mini tour Scotland. Love to see it, like Man City did. So we'll have to sweep Blackburn aside as well. Just as easy, probably just yeah. it, just as easy. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, yeah, the Stranraer game. Um, Obviously, we're aware. I went away to, to them at Stair Park. Mm-hmm. And um, what are your predictions for that game? Um, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself because um, we are still quite early on in pre-season, but Queen's Park did put five past them. So, you know, anything less than that will be disappointing. 
<laughs> I just think, I think in reality, I, you know, a comfortable when a clean sheet is all I ask for um, at this point in the season. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm not expecting um, us to go up there and stick five past them. Um, no. I think it's quite... If, if you did think that, it's a, quite a disrespectful thing, isn't it? Yeah, um, of course. And, um, but, yeah, we should we, sh- we should win on paper uh, with the players that we've got and after coming off the performances that some of them mm-hmm. produced on Saturday, um, <clears throat> there should be. And, um, like, 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, clean sheet, mm-hmm. it, it, anything really, isn't it? Um, yeah. Like you say, I think... It's the League Cup. A lot of teams treat this as pre-season. And mm-hmm. I think, even though we're, we're not treating it as pre-season, the way we yeah. kind of flung the, flung the young laddies on at the Hamilton game did have a kind of pre-season feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that might just be because we're not used to seeing so many players getting uh, bled at the same time. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take this serious. And I think um, we'll, we'll, I think we'll come up tops. Uh, mm-hmm. in it. Um, and we'll... Should look good for hopefully, hopefully progressing um, yeah. through to the next round of the League Cup. Because um, obviously, Cups aren't where uh, speciality is a Dundee, oh, yeah. Dundee fan, but um, it's always nice to at least get on the group stages. Um, well, that should be the bare minimum that we ask for, especially when we're the top seed in our group. We should be expecting to, to qualify from that. But, you know, I think Saturday, get the you know, players off to a good start who need it, maybe uh, Rudden, who seems like he's going to be a totally confidence-based player, get him a goal. Mm. A clean sheet, 2-0, I'll take it. Definitely. Get hand off right now for it. Yeah, bite away. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll leave it at that, Jake. I think um, yeah. over the next coming weeks, we'll have a few people from um, the the... Dundee coming on. Um, I've been trying to work my magic there, so there should be some talk about new stadiums and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, so hopefully we'll get a couple of special podcasts sent out, but we'll we be back. Uh, we'll be recording every Sunday uh, to release on a Monday. That's what we started off doing with the Proof Road post and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, kind of fe- fell by the wayside and we end up recording on like a Monday, Tuesday, something's Wednesday. So mm-hmm. we'll um, be looking at every Sunday, so we're back next week. Um got uh, another... Twitter users lined up. Um, he speaks nonsense, so I'm not describing you, Jake. But <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, "Am I coming back?" <laughs> we've, got, we've got another boy that speaks nonsense. He's coming on, so um, I'll leave that till the other time before I announce who it is. It's maybe special yeah. to be honest. I think I might get him a big build up. Um, <laughs> he's only got to be like a hundred followers. Um, but Jake, we'll get you back on. Um, get you back on regularly, to be honest. Uh, and uh, to speak everything Dundee, but thank you very much for popping on. For you're the first guest at the debut. Thank you, pod. my pleasure. That's uh, something to put on the CV. Um, I, I will do. I will do. Yeah, as <laughs> a gold star between, uh, beside the D, DPC name now. Um, that, is, that is. I'm going to put it on top of the badge. There you go. Podcast yeah. um, appearances. Yeah, two. <laughs> two. <laughs> class <laughs> but Jake yeah thank you very much for coming on mate um, no yes yeah so we'll be back uh, next Monday um, another pod hopefully speaking about a win over Stranraer if not we'll be greeting about no winning against Stranraer thank you very much for listening <laughs>